What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 10 After 7 podcast, episode 28. And I've got two guests here. You know sports is all the way back when I've got Kyle Slowey placing over bets on a Tuesday night and Devin Rawls' world around him is collapsing since the NBA restart. I'm going to start with you, Devin. How do you feel about the whole thing? I know it's not good. Uh, you're talking about the, the bubble situation with the NBA? Of course. You mean the fact that they're trying to play basketball games in the middle of a pandemic? Honestly, okay, this is what I'm going to say. I'll just come out right now. If the Kings had came back on fire, I would be all about this bubble, but my heart is completely broken, and I am basically going to find every way to hate this bubble. First of all, T.J. Warren, I'm pretty sure, is leading the NBA since in the series. Yeah, he's averaging averaging, averaging 39.7 points per game. He scored 119 points over three games. I was actually going to get into that. Do you guys know where he went to college? Somewhere in the ACC, right? Correct. Slowly? No, where do you go? He went to NC State. He was ACC Player of the Year. I know who he is, but I didn't know that he was on the Indiana Pacers. Apparently the Suns traded him for cast considerations. And Sports Illustrated actually put out from cash considerations to straight cash because he is getting buckets in the bubble. Yeah, but, okay, not that related, but we got to get into You guys like the fans. Come on. Seriously. I don't mind it. I don't care. Slowly, what about you? I think think the baseball fans are creepy. Just cardboard cutouts. Reminds me of a scary movie. Baseball fans creepy. I wish I actually think it's better when there's just nothing behind it personally. And no way, really, dude. The NBA fans look like Wii Sports. Like it looks so corny. Like what they should do is just play regular video of fans from like last year. Wait, what's going on? Are people actually virtually in there watching the games? Are they just yeah? How does that work? Do you are you able to see from where you would be sitting, or, or do you have to pay for those tickets? These are questions I need answers. I yeah, we should have looked into it. I do know I went on the app today just to look at the standings, and there's a little feature in the app that says "root for this team" during the game, and you tap on a button. I don't know if it has anything to do with the crowd noise. It's pretty cheesy. I don't know if it's bullshit or not, but that's there. I don't know how to get on there live. You know what my issue is? Announcers making these stupid-ass fucking jokes about the fake fans and about the virtual fans. Do you know how many times Jeff Van Gundy said, oh, look, there's Paul Pierce. How'd he get that seat? We got to get him in front row. I'm like, dude, shut up. We know the fans aren't there. A foul ball hits a cardboard. We hear the jokes about that. Oh, that one had to hurt. Shut the fuck up, please. Please shut up. Dude, I could. I hate the fake fans, and I think they should just play in an empty freaking gym. They should play in empty stadiums, and let's just accept what this is. This is an abstract year for sports, dude. It's. I don't need that. It, it makes it corny, dude. I'll say. I'll say this though: basketball's done a good job because you even forget the fans aren't even there. I was watching a game earlier today, the Suns and Clippers, and it's because yeah, because the courts. Do you, do you not see the heads that are fat? Whatever, but they make it so compact. There's not really that outside view. Like baseball has no choice. When there's a fly ball to left field, you're going to see all the open seats. Basketball can kind of keep that camera in the middle side of the court, and they've added new features like up close camera angles. So I think basketball, I'm perfectly fine. I haven't watched a ton of NHL. I don't know about you guys, Slowy. How do you how do you feel about it overall i actually prefer the virtual fans it's kind of cool um <laughs> i think it just makes it a little bit more realistic like i said these cardboard cutouts are freaky you know um and they're all different like some people are zoomed in some people are zoomed out and blurry there was a freaking dog watching the king's game today it was Three the third row yeah yeah well that's better than a card <laughs> that's better than a cardboard dog I don't know, dude. Also, though, I'm really interested because um, how they're – like when you're watching NBA games at least, the the sound, it really does sound like you're at an actual game. Is it like that in the gym for them? I'm confused. Yeah, I, I heard they hear that. Because these are all just scrimmages basically. And But what my concern is when games are actually going to matter, dude, they're playing like tw- 
open gym. It's just going to be weird. See, you have that mindset. I think that Clipper-Laker game, I know it was the first game back. I watched a bunch of them, and the intensity is there. I know it's eight preseason games. It's the tune-up games for these guys. But for me, at least, that last two minutes of the Laker-Clipper game, those dudes were going at it just as hard as if the games were in a regular season and, and not well, in the bubble. You now, can you now admit I was right about Alex Crusoe yet or no? No. Why would I Why would I admit you think he's a G League player? Did you watch him play? He that had the game savings. He, he literally – He had one – see, this is my problem. You're a, you are a Laker fan this year. No. This is my problem with Laker fans. He botched the entire game and made one play at the end of the game. Well, and you guys were like, yeah, well, once you see that great athletic defensive. Yeah, but how how important was but that play? Meanwhile, couldn't make a bucket the rest. Yeah, but they don't need him to score. Right, they don't. Max. They don't need him to. You guys will just never accept. They don't need him to make buckets. I know that he's an above average point guard. Nothing less, nothing more. Not some like made out all star savior. Is he better than Jeremy Lin? He personally blew that. Not this past game, but the one prior. First the Raptors, he was getting torched. Let's get into the game. So what games have you watched? Is the intensity the same? So you start. I think it is. No, I do. Yeah, I like to. um, Yeah, I prefer it. And it lets a couple guys that usually would botch with all the fan pressure um, really step up. You know, but they're all overperforming. You know, they're all all scoring 20 points more than they usually would during the regular season. And you think that's a correlation with not having fans right on top of them? Well, you know, Arsenal's Dave Portnoy said that it almost feels like, and Devin agrees that it's all just preseason fuck games. Like, nothing seems real. Yeah, and I do think I mean, once the series the playoffs, That's what I'm saying. Even the Lakers, like, oh, it's preseason games. They're, I just don't think you should save it. Or I think the performance is different. Well, can we all agree that the Pelicans are absolute fucking idiots? Wow. Dude, okay, see, I actually have a different take on this. The minutes restriction, I think they're stupid. Go ahead, Devin, go. No, I get I get the That's whole fine, thing like, hey, look, Zion play. But, dude, the guy has been hurt in high school. He was hurt in college. He was hurt in preseason. He got hurt in the regular season. Why are you going to waste him in a, first of all, no matter what you guys say, an asterisk season where at the best they are the eighth seed and get blown out by the Lakers. Why would you risk having him get hurt? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. I mean, it was there for the taking. They literally, we all been saying it. They made this rule that you could be within what? Is it four games to get into that yeah, playoff tournament? Right. They, it literally was set up for them to win a couple you of games you, and outplay. Really, you guys really believe that the league's made sure. 1,000%. 1,000%. Zion was the first game back when the bubble restarted. Every single Pelicans game is on national television. Even during the regular season, before the pandemic, every game was on national television while he was even hurt. Dude, he's a draw. That game against the Lakers this year was the highest watched NBA game. No, I, I get that. But back to my point, though, that I said in the beginning, that I feel like no one has. If you're the if you're the Pelicans organization, you're going to be playing this dude 40 minutes a game right now. Well, no. here's well, here's what I have a problem with in the first game. The first game back, they put him on the minutes limit. He played 15 minutes, score, or 14 minutes, scored 15 points. It was a game they had to win against the Jazz. They lost that one. They got blown out to the Clippers. He played another 14 minutes. And then they played the Grizzlies yesterday, and he plays 25 minutes. And obviously, it's the difference at the end of the game. He started to take over. He doesn't look himself. He looks a little bit out of shape. But how are you going to play him those minutes and then say, oh, wait, this is the Grizzlies? We actually need to beat this team. They're in front of us. Let's play them 25. So you should have went all in or all out. Or you should yeah, have just put them on a minutes restriction the whole way. You should have either not, not played them at all or you might as well make try to make a run. But again, it's like, dude, you're playing to be the eight seed and you're going to get blown out by the Lakers. So it's like they don't have the talent to beat the Lakers. Yeah, but in the like – even like if you miss the playoffs, you get what a 13th pick. It'd be better like to get the reps, dude. Reps are important. Am I right, Sully? Reps are important for these young players. I say let Zion go 40. Really? Why not, dude? There's only a few games left, right? I mean, dude, you saw him blow up that shoe, dude. I if, you, if that happens one more time, his career might be over. How long are you in a pamper, dude? I don't get it. You know, he's been wishing out for something. 
Your, your reception's trash, Devin. Is it? Yes. Oh, is it, de- is it delayed? Is, oh, he gl- is he glitching for you, Slowly? Oh, you, it's probably because Eric's in there playing Call of Duty. He takes up all the Wi-Fi. Yeah, Slowly's probably getting that itch right now while he's talking to us. He's waiting to get out of here. Oh, um, I do think yeah. I I do think the Pelicans even because they lost those two games they're already behind right now it's the Blazers who have a chance I think the Blazers actually might overtake the Grizzlies because came out today that Jaron Jackson Jr. torn meniscus he's out of the bubble for the rest of the time yeah, he looked good in the bubble too I thought that that guy was dog oh yeah and he has the weirdest ugliest jump shot I don't trust those guys yeah um so Blazers if they get it people are already talking. That if the Blazers get the eight seed, they could potentially knock out the Lakers. They do have a lot of dudes. I'm not going to buy into that. Anthony Davis has been unreal. What was he, 42 and 14 last night? You know, And that's one guy who the Lakers, they should be putting people on minutes restrictions. They locked up the one seed for the first time in a decade yesterday, and they're looking like they're going full throttle. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know Portland, I don't think they have a chance if they have the eight seed. I don't think they can play the Lakers and beat them. You don't think? No. It'd be a long shot. I don't think the Lakers look that great, so that's my concern. You guys have all been giving me trash for it, but... I don't think the Lakers are going to win the championship, to be honest with you. I think it could easily beat the Blazers. My problem is they have just too much size with Anthony Davis and LeBron. Yeah. But, uh, and the like LeBron will just will any team, but the comment that I just saw today on Twitter or something that just pissed me off is Kuzma. Being like this was for all you Laker, this is for all you Laker fans who stayed with us. You guys were bad for like two years, and he has nothing to do with it. You guys trade, or you got LeBron and traded for AD. Like, what are you? Why is he spouting off about it? Because he's the only one that can. He's the only one that didn't get traded out of those guys. I know, and and geez. Laker, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but shit, they at the time you guys wanted to keep Kuzma, but you guys should have ditched Kuzma and kept Ingram. I think that's I why. I think that's why he's spouting off about it because a lot of fans, especially him, I mean, think about it. Going into this season, the biggest talk was yeah, AD, LeBron. Even though he's getting older, he's still at the top of his game. But who's the third guy? Kuzma was supposed to be that guy. He hasn't really stepped up all year. He's been great in the bubble. That's a guy that actually might benefit from not having fans. So he probably feels like he has to talk about it. And he's probably hating that on Twitter. I'm sure he's seen all the Brandon Ingram love because Brandon Ingram's been Yeah, well, don't be giving Laker fans credit for staying with them. Try being a Kings fan. I've been in the playoffs (laughs) in 20 years, dude. That's true. That's very true. Can we talk about the Kings for three minutes? I'll give you three minutes because I want to mention – Today, the biggest news out of the bubble was Luka. He scored 40 against the Suns a couple days ago. And then today goes 34, 20, and 12. Youngest player to record a 30-point, 20-rebound, triple-double. 21 years, 158 days old. What's your stance on the, I know you're hating it, but just come clean about mi- mi- missing on the Luka. No, it's, I've been um, in denial for some time now. Um, I finally came to terms today that we completely botched our franchise again by selecting Bagley over Luca. And I will say at the time I was all for Bagley, a guy who's played about 10 games as the King while Luca's on his way to becoming a hall of famer. So today was a, was a rough one, but I don't, I don't really have much. I didn't think I have three minutes for you. My heart's broken. Slowly. Are you a Luca? Are you a Luca guy? Slowly. Not these past two games, no. I thought he looked terrible. I don't care about the stats. Honestly, I watched the entire game. The guy looks soft. He gets tired. What? Porzingis. Yeah, I'm serious. You know, he's just his stats. He just accumulates a lot of stats. I will say, so I have always said this, and I still stand behind this. If you're an NBA superstar, you shouldn't have a husky body of a middle schooler, dude. What is that? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't get it. How- That's his only job is to, like, lift weights stay in shape and like shoot, play basketball and he has a body like that doesn't make any sense let me get let let me give you 10 million dollars at 20 years old and say hey come to the united states live in dallas and play in the nba let's see how you do you know we've been over what would happen if i was even given five million dollars yeah so give him a break and i mean there's those guys hard harden's not the slimmest of dudes 
did the Rockets in general have like the chub? Well, now Westbrook came on the team, but what, last year I swear to God they had the chubbiest basketball team in the NBA. It was him, PJ Tucker, Chris Paul, chubby. Who else Eric Gordon, who's also chubby. Chris Paul, chubby. Chris Paul. Chris Paul was kind of chubby. It's like the worst body team in the NBA. But um, is dude is uh, Aaron Gordon on the Rockets anymore or no? Does yeah. he just not play? Aaron Gordon. Yeah, or Eric Gordon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is he? Is he slowly? I haven't seen him. Yeah, did he opt out of the bubble? Dude, what about what about Lou Williams coming forward today and admitting it was a bad decision to go to the club? Well, no, dude. He didn't exactly even say it was a bad decision. What it was his exact words. It was pretty funny. Uh, Didn't he say like poor judgment? No, it wasn't even poor judgment. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. I forgot the exact. He like wouldn't even really apologize about it. He said. uh, Made a, oh, he could have made a better quality decision. <laughs> the guy can't even like say it was a bad idea. I mean, I, I tried to defend him on this podcast. The wings looked delicious and the catfish. I never had catfish before, but after seeing that picture, I think I would eat catfish. Wings, and I, I'm a wing connoisseur. Those wings, that photo makes me want to fly to Atlanta to get the wings. But it's just funny that like he still tries to reiterate even in his apology. He's like... You know, I was at this funeral, so he's playing the sympathy card, like, about some guy that he really looked up to, or he's at a viewing. Is that a funeral, a viewing? No, it's different. It's a couple days No, before. I think that when you, like, view the body, like, yeah. is that open casket? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's what he was at. Um, and then he's like, and, you know, I went over to my favorite restaurant at, you know, I'm at this place at, you know, 5 to 6 p.m. Like, he had to throw in exactly the time he was there, and he had to call it a restaurant. Dude, it's a strip yeah. Stop calling it a restaurant. Yeah, even if, if even if I went to a local Chipotle and they had a couple dancers on the table, I would say, I'm going to my favorite restaurant. That's a restaurant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chipotle should actually look into that. Uh, what what teams so far, I, we're not even, what, teams have played three or four games. Is there any teams that you guys thought you slept on before these teams went into the bubble and now you're like, okay, they might have a shot? Because I jumped on the Celtics. They don't look too good, honestly. They don't. Slow, you've watched more than I have. Um, no, no, no. He's watched because he's bet. Yeah, well, exactly. when I was at your when I was at your pad on Sunday, this guy got to your house. We had two TVs set up for the Dodger game and Blazer Celtics, and this guy comes in and goes, "Dude, Cody, lock in, dude. Pirates Cubs. They're going into extras." I had to give the guy my phone to watch extra innings of the Pirates and Cubs game on a goddamn Sunday. That's how you know sports is back when you're betting on random baseball games on a Sunday. I'm just glad for the sake of this kid that it isn't video games that he's betting on anymore. Yeah, that, actual- that was rough times. The Mad- the Madden Sims. Woo. Um, yeah, who's your who's sleeper teams that you might have slept on? For NBA? Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is about the East, especially in these games, you need to talk about, like, the playoff um, situations more. They don't at all, really. So what do you mean? Not like the implications. They just say, "Oh, these they're eight. They're the eighth seed." Or like, I don't really even understand what the plan is. Like, you have to be within four games, so, games to be able to fight for that last playoff spot. Basically, the East is basically already set. Yeah. As far as like the eight teams that are going, the Magic are like ten games ahead of the Wizards, so yeah. they were pretty out. They had to like win out and have the Magic lose every game. But um, but I. You know, you're saying like no one's even really talking about like yeah these are scrimmages and these are games for teams to get better and you know get in shape but honestly like like especially in the east if you're the heat you're gonna want to win these games you don't want to be playing like the although the pacers are hot right now but like you want to be playing the nets yeah, you be playing the nets. yeah i think it i honestly think it might have something to do with no home court advantage this year that's why these announcers aren't really touching on it much because usually you're seeing these teams jockeying for seating because maybe they mm-hmm. want home court advantage. Now it's just who do you want to play, though? Devin makes a good point. If you're the Heat, you don't want to play the hot team. The Nets look like, I mean, basically a red carpet to the next round because they have no <laughs> dudes at this point. Literally. They're, they're going to freaking ask Ethan Searles to suit up for him. I know. Game. My boy Jamal Crawford played today and got hurt in the first five minutes of the game, I think. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, so it's like one of those things that it's weird because it's like, and also at the end of the day, I almost feel like teams are just like, you know, we're playing in gyms in a bubble, like we control our own destiny. 
Like this is the one year that I really wouldn't be surprised if an eighth seed beat a one seed. Like it would just be like, oh, that's really not that shocking. Yeah, I could, I could like, totally see that too. It's like not if, if the Magic, first of all, I, I'm not saying this because the Magic beat beat on the Kings on Sunday and really just totally ruined my entire weekend. But uh, dude, the Magic, like, what if they beat the Bucks? Like, I wouldn't be that shocked. That would be absolutely shocking, dude. Shut up. I would up. not be that shocked to see the Magic beat the Bucks, dude. I mean, you just watched the whole game. I watched five minutes of it. When did Fultz learn to shoot again? I thought the guy couldn't even shoot. Yeah, that was really? probably that was probably one of the funniest text messages you've ever sent. What was that? Oh, the fact that like just sums up twenty twenty is Marquez or Fultz. How do you even say his first name? Marquise? Markel Fultz. I think it's Markel. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, Markel Fultz freaking hit a full court shot at the buzzer. A guy who couldn't even shoot a year ago. It's just like. Oh, man, I don't know. Okay, no more to the Kings. All right, what what were you saying? Who who do you think? Uh, no, who's a, who's a sleeper team? By? Yeah, because I, I I was jumping on the Celtics, but and by the way, I was never a big uh, fan of the guy, but Jalen Brown looks pretty damn good. I know he had a bad game tonight shooting, but he's a stud. Um, in the East, I really liked the dude. I really liked the Heat for some reason. Jimmy Butler and. Dude, I really like the Heat, and you don't like the Heat, Cody? No, I mean, I'm not a big Jimmy Butler guy. I don't think he could be the number one player on a championship team. That's my issue. Yeah, well, the Raptors surprised, even though they're second in the East. Um, just the way they're playing, tough defense. Um, their coach, you can just tell they're coached really well. Um, that would be something, honestly. That'd be probably the most. Epic back-to-back championship in the history of sports if Toronto ends up winning this bubble. And there's no asterisk on that because they won it last year. They lost the best player, and Siakam has taken a step that not many people saw. I didn't see it. I never thought he could be the best player on a championship team, but that dude is skilled. He is a stud. And and then, um, yeah, and that's interesting too because obviously being defending champs and obviously when you lose your best player and – I don't know. And what's his name? Who's also on the Lakers was one of their top players too. What is he even playing? Uh, Danny, He's not in the boat. Dan, no, Danny Green's playing. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. So you lose two of your major. Yeah. That's like, obviously everyone's going to write you off. So all power to him that they've had as good of a season as they had. But dude, I really, really think just because this open gym format kind of thing, I like the Rockets all of a sudden. I really like the Rockets. That's what I said at the beginning, but we watched them tonight. Slowly, you could talk about it because I'm pretty sure I made you bet the over of 242 tonight just for the sake of this podcast. And you didn't hit, and they were bricking nonstop, and they don't have a dude over six foot seven. And they just like quit. You know, Harden was dishing the ball, not taking over. Like, should be a superstar. And then when Russ is just giving the ball the duties to try and come back, he just kind of overdoes it sometimes. And- if he starts missing, he he'll go on a massive poultry. So it was just surprising to see James Harden go silent tonight. Um, and when they trade, yeah, I think that that a lot has to do with like the no, level of competition they're playing. They have no. Who's the guy they the trade? The other night when he was go, he literally wanted to guard Giannis, and they won, which was insane. Yeah. So how they look on that? How they look Sunday? Great, I thought. I mean, they have like, I mean, they are what they are. We're going to shoot a million threes. We're going to play very little defense. And we have literally the two of the top five players in the league. So, I mean. Yeah, I wasn't, like slowly said, I mean, they traded Capella to really go all in on this small ball lineup. And P.J. Tucker's playing center. Uh, I mean, God bless P.J. I love him. But when you play a team like the Lakers, like A.D. I don't know if they have a shot, but uh, why the hell does everyone love Devin Booker so much? Is he like everyone's best friend? That's obviously a guy Devin would hate. No, I don't have a problem with Devin Booker. And actually, shout out to he's like one of the probably best Devins right now out there, I would say. He's, he's like a top five Devin for sure. But... Dude, like, it's so weird. Like, he hit that buzzer beater tonight, and I felt like on Twitter and Instagram, like, 
everyone was like, my guy. Like, is that just guy, that dude's everyone's best friend or what? Because he's this elite all-star player shooter that has been stuck on the Suns for the past few years with no help. And to see them kind of finally blossom and do well, I think everyone just roots for him. Yeah, shout, I would, out I would, Devin, shout out to Devin Booker though for like doing it for all the Devins out there. That free throw, or uh, not free throw, that game winning shot from about the free throw line. I think every Clipper guarded him on that possession. It was a filthy buzzer beater. I actually napped and uh, missed it because, dude, it's so tough. Like today, I tried to watch hockey for the first time, but I will never be able to get into a game during the week when it starts at nine a.m. And these games are supposed to mean something in hockey. Like, they're legit doing series for their seating outside of the top four. And I was watching the game, and I was like, dude, this is 9 in the morning. How can I get amped right now? Yeah. It's hard to get into hockey in the morning just because I feel like we're not as into it. But, like, back in the day, dude, I could get – I could rally for a college football game that starts at 9. No, but see, that's, that's meant to be, though. It's Saturday. Like, this is – this is so different. It's a Tuesday at 9 a.m. playoffs. And what, the, and what the hell were you doing on today's Tuesday at 9 a.m.? You were busy? Not, not much. I thought about getting a coffee at Starbucks, rejected that uh, idea, and came home. And I was like, oh, hockey's on. I hope no Slowly knows he muted himself. Slowly, I hope you know you muted yourself, dude. Did he? Yeah, dude. I see that. There you uh, go. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything. My computer was like not over um, I don't know. Devin's probably watched a little bit of Dodger baseball. I, I think sports is all the way back because I'm upset that the Dodgers either absolutely mash or they can't hit a lick. And it happens from game to game. They're 8-4 and four now. They're in second place in the NL West. And Colorado's in first. I'll tell you the division uh, leaders right now. There's some a couple weird ones. The Rockies are 8-2. Second time they've ever started that hot in franchise history. Then you have the Braves at 7-4. and four. Technically, the Marlins are in first place because they've played three games overall. Uh, NL Central, the Cubs are 8-2. and two. I think they're horrible approach at the plate. I talked to Sully about this. The A's are the first place in the AL West. AL East, Yankees, of course, they're 8-1, and one, best record in baseball. And then AL Central, my twins are 9-2. and two. So the only weird one there, I think, is the Rockies, but they've been competitive over the last couple of years. But as far as... Uh, baseball goes slowly. I know you bet that game on Sunday. How do you feel about betting with the new extra inning rule that a runner starts on second base? Because that's got to change the whole ball game. It just makes everything intense, and it makes the team that's like Pirates Cubs. That was an example. Pirates, I declare, is probably one of the top. You know, the lower two teams of the in the, in the league. Yeah, they're bad. Um, but, you know, when you're able to start with a guy in second, it changes everything. You know, you don't even technically have to hit. You can bunt him over then um, sack fly him in. So it's all about strategy now versus who has the more talented teams, obviously, uh, in the past was going to be more likely to win. So the, it makes it way more stressful because it's like yeah. well, whoever's up has the, you know, it just makes everything, you saw me, it was just yeah. intense. <laughs> has the has any of the games gone like super deep like inning wise because that would have to be so demoralizing like you even have a guy at second and can't score dodgers went 13 with the astros last tuesday it's just like yeah it's just a rebut guy it's a rebut second you can't score (laughs) it's that or the dodgers i think it was a rebuttal situation like it could have ended. Oh, up they were just they were yeah. just countering each other the other thing i've noticed about the dodgers and granted like i don't watch as much as either of you guys is it just me or do they leave the bases loaded all the time all the time time. i literally tweet every single week that the dodgers leaving the bases loaded stranded has taken at least five years off my life like seriously when i die go to my funeral and said cody might be leaving us today but blame the dodgers because he could have lived five years longer if they scored just a few more times with the bases loaded it's awful and it feels like austin fucking barnes comes up every time with the bases loaded and hits the ball straight into the ground or whiffs every single time. It's, I don't know. I mean, I'm not obviously not as big of a Dodger fan as you guys, but like, there you are. It's just so frustrating because like, it's like you watch it and it's like, you have the bases loaded first off. And then half the time they'll get the bases loaded and they'll score like one run. It's like, dude. Yeah. Even against the Astros, like the first game on Monday night last week, when Joe Kelly got suspended they had the bases loaded, but even then, like a run got walked in. The Astros made an air. They hit a single, and the bases stayed loaded the entire inning. And I was like, 
even that, like, get a fucking hit in the gap. Please score more than one run. This, this is making me feel – this has been very therapeutic. Seeing you get upset at the Dodgers, this has actually been really well, – Well, it's so dumb. They're 8-4 and four right now. They're – I mean, the odds-on favorite to win it all. They lead the league in ERA overall, and in home runs, they're tied. They should have a better record than that. And the Yankees are getting the love because ESPN jacks off the East Coast every single time. There's Red Sox-Yankees play each other. They're going to put it on TV. And I'm pretty sure A-Rod – Get him off the television completely for the rest of the time. I hate him. What do you? What's what's what issue do you have with him announcing though? I think he's fine. I think it's all a part of the plan to get himself into the Hall of Fame. Let me date J Lo. Let me get in the mainstream media. Let me get those people to start loving me. Let me get on. Let me let me talk on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball so people like me. And then let me. Hey, actually, let me try to buy the Mets. So people love me. I mean, he's doing everything, and still he's the biggest fucking cock on planet Earth. He's Lance Armstrong. Dude, if you got to date J-Lo, I would rather date her and get kicked out of the Hall of Fame. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's great. he's using her? No, I think, it's, I think it's a good part of his plan, though. Oh, my God. I think it's you a good part of his plan. this guy is some weird mastermind to find himself away into the hall of fame do you not know how big this fucking guy's ego is have you seen the pictures of him and i don't know if it was sports illustrated staring at himself in the mirror or him as a what's what's the where you have the bottom half of your body as a horse what do you call that dude i've seen dude how many times what do you call that we've gone out i looked at you and you've been staring yourself in the mirror for 10 minutes before we go out yeah, I always do, but it's not an ego thing. It's like, dang, do I do I look good enough? Do I look do I look good enough that possibly someone will give me an extra look at the bar? That's it. That's not me just looking at myself and saying, "Damn, I look sexy." Never once does that happen. Slowly, what are your give me give me some hot take they have about baseball right now? Who's your team? Oh, you mean in regards to A Rod? No, you don't even. I mean, I already had my A Rod session. Yeah. Oh, um, I just think a couple teams that I kind of wrote off for the season are falling out. Like the Mariners um, and the Giants are our rival, you know. Um, so what I just the, think they're performing a lot better than a lot of people would believe. What What are the Giants at? Uh, they're winning, so I don't know. They <laughs> And they're coming back in fashion. They were down three against the Padres and came back. It'll walk off. It's... Yeah, I like like that. Teams that we have heart, you know. You you see me always talk about heart or have ice in your veins when you're a hitter. I just don't see the Dodgers doing that that often, like leaving guys on base. So you're just rooting for the Giants who have 16 fucking minor leaguers yeah, out there, and you're happy like for them. San Francisco sports. I'm just saying it's or the guy like the Mariners. They don't have any. They don't have any superstars. But they're I, good yeah. hitters. They're smart hitters, and they're scoring runs. It's just it's fresh. Like Devin said it a little bit earlier, but like just leaving guys on base is extremely frustrating. Yeah, it's the worst. Dude, it's like the equivalent, because obviously I watch more football. It's like the equivalent of getting in the red zone and never scoring. Like yeah. how frustrating does that have to be? Yeah, and yeah, settling for field goals, that's a great actually uh, like Kevin, you don't watch a lot of baseball. You don't know, and do you know anyone on the Mariners or Giants? Oh, uh, let's play this Brandon, game. Let's play this. He brought Crawford still on the Giants. Yeah, that's the only one I think. Yeah, he's been there for ages. Is Buster Posey? He opted out, but yeah. Uh, is it's a, no, I'm just kidding. I know that fool's not. Is he even still on the No, he's out. Wait, you said the Mariners though. The only Mariner that I could, besides like obviously like the OGs like Randy Johnson and. Uh, uh, Ken Griffey, but like the only Mariner I can ever, I can only probably name two, uh, Ichiro, <laughs> legend, and uh, and what's his name, King Felix. What's he? Yeah, he's to? on the Braves, but he opted out. Jesus. Uh, no, you know, you know that you know the the Mariners' second baseman. He was my favorite Dodger at one point. Uh, Orlando Hudson. No, uh, war number nine, skinny, skinniest skinny. guy. He got caught with steroids, and he's the skinniest guy to probably ever. I thought get. he was on the Marlins. Nah, I thought he was on. Nah, he's on the Mariners now. The Marlins. Uh, D. Wow. D. Gordon. Why can't I think of his name right now? D. He Gordon. He hit the home run after the guy died. Yeah, yeah. D. Uh, D. Gordon. D. Gordon. D. Gordon. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, baseball. There's no really anomalies there. The as far as home runs go, 
It's Nick Castellanos and Aaron Judge. They each have six. Nelson Cruz leads in RBIs. He's 40 years old. He has got caught with uh, steroids, and he's still out. Nelson Cruz is fat. Badass still plays baseball. Yeah, boomstick, dude. One of the best nicknames in sports. Just hammers home. Dude, I'm always so delayed with baseball. Please tell me he's not in the Rangers still. <laughs> no, that's when they went to the World Series and lost twice. Now he's on the Twins. And then, uh, dude, as far as pitching goes, you probably don't know this, Devin. Slowly, I mean, talked about it before the season. Shane Bieber has 35 strikeouts right now. Absolutely killing it for the Indians. I didn't really? think he was that dude, but... He has 35 strikeouts through three starts. It's only been done twice since 1893. Nolan Ryan in 83 and Garrett Cole in 2018. So that's a big deal. And then wins. Garrett Cole's at the top with three alongside a Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray looks like Devin. And Sonny Gray, since last year, has been one of the better pitchers in baseball. Wait, first of all, I actually really don't know the answer to this. I'm, I'm sure it happened at some point because he just is such a clouchy. Has Justin I threw Bieber a Zen in right there. Shane Bieber. Has he? Uh, I think uh, so. Shane Bieber's song, uh, when he first made his major league debut, the Indians played a prank on him, and his song "Walking Out to the Mound" was "Baby." Oh god! Uh, and then what, during Players Weekend, I think he put uh, something on the back of his jersey that was a shout out to Justin. I think there might be a tweet that they reached out to each other. And then you said Sonny Gray is balling. I thought that guy's Sonny Gray is balling right now. Sonny Gray is killing it since last, like, September. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. He has three wins right now. And then his ERA goes, Lance Lynn probably weighs 280 pounds, maybe hitting 300. He's up there, Trevor Bauer, and uh, I think Sonny Gray. But, yeah, Trevor Bauer's uh, balling for the Reds. So not too like many. Sunny, I feel like Sonny Gray looks like a high school version of uh, – um, fuck, I'm totally blanking. You, you uh, honestly look like, uh, look like West, a little bit. Dude, your reception's terrible. No, I do not look like him at all. Dude, fix your reception, oh, dude. No. You're literally, fr- you're literally uh, talking about Frozen. Sorry about my reception. He's a high school virgin of Trevor Nair, dude. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that he looks like Trevor here. You literally have been frozen for three minutes. Not a good look for you. Um, uh, we, we could get into NFL for a no, minute. I just, the big story, the big story yeah. about NFL right now is they're given the deadline for players to opt out of this season till Thursday. Some names have opted out. I think a few of the uh, New England Patriots have, which there's been Belichick uh, gifts around. That have been hilarious that Belichick doesn't really give a shit if they opt out because they're going for Trevor Lawrence. Um, TMZ actually posted the story about what Matt Stafford's wife said. She is not happy with the NFL. Devin, can you uh, talk about that story for a second? Uh, well, I'm a member of TMZ, not TMZ Sports. Uh, but yeah, I'm a little familiar. Isn't she upset because it was a false positive, right? Yeah, and so he, he got tested six times in the last week. And five came back negative. And then obviously there was the one false positive and immediately the Lions put him on the COVID uh, list that they have just to, and then she got well, mad. Of course they have to do that. But you, the, the reason why obviously that's hypersensitive for them is uh, one, I think she just had kid, another kid. I know they have a bunch of little kids, but also she had that insane uh, brain surgery, like within the last few years where like, so obviously she's at risk. And the fact that like, this is a prime example of like when people are giving people shit for saying like, Hey, I'm opting out because I have little kids or people at risk at home. This is like exactly the reason why they are. Well, right? that, right? that well, that wasn't even her issue with the whole thing at all. Well, what? Yeah. I, I mean, I even forgot she had that surgery, but the whole issue with her was that he got put on this list, which made it public that he was on this COVID-19 reserved list that the NFL made for players that test positive. And she said that it's been hell over the last couple of days because even her going to grocery stores, people have been given her looks. Her kids got kicked off a playground, I guess. And people that are even close to them, uh, like people have kind of backed off of those people. 
So it's kind of yeah. it's kind of a thing within their community that hey, Matt Stafford tested positive, maybe not go around their family or anything like that, and it's all because Dude, of a false positive. Thing is the NFL making that public before they actually know? Because another example of this that I totally got fooled was, you know, Gardner Minshew like was on the COVID list. Yeah, and. He- and they, and they said he was like opting out of the season. I'm like, dude, this guy smashed his hand so he can get another year of eligibility. There's no way he's opting out over COVID. And it's just because he had the similar situation that they like thought he might, he was around people who might have been um, around or what's the word I'm looking for. The, he was basically around people that might've had COVID and, but he didn't have it. So it's like, why are you putting these people on this list? I don't get it. Yeah. It's, it's, Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the NFL, I mean, they're putting a steep deadline because I think players reported on July 28th. Um, I'm not optimistic about the NFL starting up, especially not on time. College football, the Pac-12 players are trying to start a union. We've seen college football try to start a union before. It hasn't worked. So I don't know what this Pac-12 situation is going to come of. I think ncaa should just go to spring they should literally already come out and say hey we're doing spring football this year if you want to opt out the draft's going forward be my guest like why why not why just have it up in the air like this i know they're going to lose some prominent players i know bateman the minnesota receiver opted out today i'm sure trevor lawrence will justin fields but college football it's all about the no-name guys that you don't know like of course clemson's backup quarterback's just as good as anyone in the country i'm guessing so we're going to see the next guy up. That's my take on the whole thing. So how would that, I mean, that's the thing, pushing it to spring and then what, once it's over, you're like, pick right back up and fall? Yeah, that's when it'll be oh, tough. That's a short break period. I mean, yeah, it's shitty, but I thought about that too, but it's like basically you just wouldn't have spring ball. So it's like, and at the end of the day, I mean, slowly, you know this, spring ball is obviously a big deal. Like when you're in college football, like it's time to like show the coaches and they kind of set a depth chart and you kind of learn the offense. But at the end of the day, when you earn your spot over summer and fall camp, like fall camp is basically, it. that's where everyone's competing for a job anyway or in a starting position. So I feel like it basically would just cut out the off season for one year. And that's just what we have to do in a pandemic. One year, we, they won't have an offseason, basically. Yeah, I'm fine with them doing that. I just, you know, the NFL obviously can't do that. And the NFL's dead set on starting in September. So here's the thing. Let's say we start the season, and just like in the MLB, um, a couple players go to whatever, a casino like the Cincinnati Reds, and let's say a starting quarterback, like, see, I don't want to put, like, a, <laughs> a name, but let's wow. get very yeah, You're about to jinx someone yeah i'll have a jinx let's say are you jinxing someone or are you profiling someone that would go out (laughs) profiling someone that would go out (laughs) let's say a prominent quarterback yeah johnny manziel johnny manziel would have a tough time if this happened three years ago dude the guy had a tough time before covid yeah that's what i'm saying like imagine he said a prominent big time quarterback like johnny manziel would be tough go ahead slay so just imagine imagine a prominent quarterback it's COVID. Well, which one? I'm going to find one right now. Okay. <laughs> Just say the kid from, uh, think of like, oh, say the kid no, from, say the kid from North uh, Dakota State, or yeah, North Dakota State. They're already hyping him up as a top five pick. No, let's say, yeah, let's say Mayfield gets COVID. Now he has to what, miss a week or two, miss a game or two. That's going to affect the season, affect the standings. Like you can't just postpone these NFL games. And I know this is like such a stupid thing to even bring up because you guys care about this way more than I do but like what the hell are they are you gonna get in fantasy are you gonna get like a COVID spot you have that's what to, I'm right? okay let's talk about that because I think this is not many people like to talk about fantasy but I think everyone kind of wants to know because the draft days are coming up I actually thought about this today so we're in a three keeper league team I do think it should this year it should be four keepers and that keeper spot could be for someone that possibly opts out of the season uh, but the opt-out date's even Wednesday, no, so it really no, wouldn't... No, no, no. dude, it's three keepers. If your player opts out, you just you have to keep someone else. That's just how it goes. But there has to be... I mean, you know there's going to be COVID outbreaks or whatever. 
whatever we do ESPN and Yahoo or whatever the hell we do, I think we do ESPN. There has to be a spot. Like you don't drop a guy if he gets COVID. Well, I think that such I think that would be on their end. Like the ESPN fantasy people or who the tech people need to create that inside the game. I'm talking about though, like draft days. Like if we go forward with our draft on August 28th, the weekend I already like requested it off. It's go, it's like it's the weekend. So if we draft if we if we draft a team and say the NFL shuts it down like a couple weeks into the season, do we go back and have that team going forward like the next no. year? Yeah, you're saying you get to keep a team for next you're, year. You said you're in a league that did that. No. Slowly, talk some sense into this kid. He said he's in a league that did that. For baseball, you mean? Or I mean, it's the same thing, but we're talking like football terms. Oh, what happened in baseball is we set the draft order and then COVID hit. So the season got postponed. Yeah, and sh- but no, we kept the team from last year, from my prior year. It'd be different if we drafted and then they postponed the season. Oh, I say, I see what you're saying. I think if we do do this draft and they postpone, it's like, all right, well, you're keeping three of those guys for next year. That's what he, Cody's trying to say. Okay, but okay, here's the thing with that. Does their price go up or does it, it would stay the same, right? The prices would whatever go up. We drafted them at for this year and then whatever they're valued at next year. I'm just saying, well, okay, you got mad at me, but Cody owns Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, and they're probably their best right tackle or best tackle or their right starting right tackle just opted out. Yeah, and you you posted that in the group chat. That was like a subliminal right. shot. It was. What I'm trying to say is, dude, does that affect – there's little things in there that yeah. affect players' fantasy values, like the Broncos' right tackle opted out. That's going to affect any Broncos player's – fantasy outlook because they lose their star fucking offensive lineman but at the at the end of the day obviously that does suck for the opt-out stuff but like at the end of the day you're the right tackle could have got hurt the first play of the game or the first like game yeah, it's of the like season the same thing hurt. yeah yeah no it's just it's weird it's just a weird i'm sorry to break it to you guys and the rest of the guys in the group text but fantasy is luck so there you go it's I'm from the double sack. Oh. Your guys staying healthy. That's all it is. Congrats. Your guys stayed really healthy and you sat on the waiver so, wire so, every day. So, so this year, you basically have to draft based off of, like you were talking about earlier, like a, you could think of a college quarterback that would go out and party. We have to draft guys that have high character. Like, are they single? Are they married? Do they have kids? We have to put all this into account because they're going to be more careful if they have kids and they have a wife at home. So we can't be drafting this wide receiver who just got, you know, maybe he's the top guy, but maybe he just got a lot of money and he might be going out. He might be, he might risk going out because he doesn't have to just worry is about there, it. Is there any way, if there isn't, they should make a website though, is of all the most religious players on each team. Why? Because dude, if you're religious, you're not going out, dude. I don't, what does that have to do with religion? Because, dude, if you're religious, you're responsible, I feel like. The most religious people I know are, are honestly the most responsible. Yeah, I agree. That makes dude, sense. I don't agree. I don't That's agree. direct correlation, dude. Are you kidding me? Who's bringing this up? Don't invest in players you think are going to go out. OBJ is the first guy you pointed to. And of course, the guy who didn't want to have the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, OBJ is definitely. He must have fun during the season. That's why he didn't want the season. Who else parties, though, like that? OBJ has money, right? He got his contract. Ezekiel Elliott, I would not keep. Zeke, Dak parties, I wouldn't want. No, he has a he has a girlfriend now, so he might be locked down. For now, <laughs> um, who else? Like Kamara, Kamara has a girl in every city. It's, to go it's kind of crazy that you think about it. Though, that, um, dude, they're like what NFL stars are known as? Like besides OBJ, Gronk, like, Gronk, celebrity. Oh, Gronk. That's a real celebrity. Oh, but like a guy that like is a real life celebrity, like Tom Brady, Gronk, but obviously Brady's fine. Roger, um, Rogers, Rogers, will, uh, I mean, he's single now. Who knows what he'll do? That guy's a square. You saw that guy chug the beard? No. He likes Scotch. Dave Manning was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was. Crazy, though. I feel like the NFL, everyone talks about how they have all these stock, like, 
star power, but like really, I mean, cause you have the helmet. I know everyone talks about that. Like Odell Beckham is the biggest star in, in the NFL as far as like star power and Gronk probably. Yeah. I don't know how we got on this, this tangent. I was yeah. just thinking about playing. All right. Yeah. We're, we're closing in on 50 minutes. Let's get some final thoughts. I'm going to go uh slowly final thoughts. It could be anything about sports, anything related. I don't care. Uh, I'm just glad sports is back, and I kept. I, I think it, the only negative part was when Devin th- started off talking about the Kings. That's only negative, but I feel like we're positive. Sports are back. This podcast is going to thrive. Sports is back. Yeah, sports are back. I need football. We all know how big I am on fantasy football, and um, yeah, going to continue to bet. I just heard that. Yeah. Can you can you tell anyone some uh, just, some uh, lines or anything that you're going to jump on in the future? Well, what tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> Likely. Um, I know I don't have one. I don't. Sorry, Devin. Final thoughts. Um, you got a new beard. You're rocking. You look pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I was actually gonna get into that. So I'm very hit or miss on how I feel about sports being back. So it really just depends on the day you talk to me. Um, this has been a nice therapy session for me. I had a pretty rough day, but. I will say, though, this facial hair, I've never been one to keep facial hair, and usually people think it, find it disgusting, but I kind of think I'm starting to be able to almost be able to rock it. Yeah, it usually looks like dirt, but that's the first thing I noticed. I thought you cleaned it up a bit. I just shaved. That looked good, dude. Dude, speaking of, can we talk about that? You have, like, a certain glow about you. I'm not really sure what's changed in the last week. We, we don't need to get on that in the uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, feel, I'm feeling good lately. Uh, that's all you need to know. I'm, I'm, I got a um, job. I got a job, and uh, I'm liking it. You have a job. Sports are back, and you just have a just a whole new glow about you. I know. It's refreshing. I'd... All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming on. That's it for episode 28. You guys will probably hop on soon. The Kings will probably be eliminated in the next couple of days, but the Lakers are still in it. I'm hoping to get some hot takes out of you, Devin. Slowly, you're going to come on. You're backing up right now. Thank you guys once again. Yeah. Peace out, guys. That was fun. Peace out. Jump off. And there you have it. Kyle Slowey and Devin Raw. Once again, coming on the 10 After 7 podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 After 7 or on the Instagram at 10 underscore after underscore 7. I'm out. Woo! Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers.